0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock, check one, two, verification drama is happening on Twitter. We'll see how this shakes out.
1: Discovery,
0: the possibilities with Google's new features for discovery ads.
2: A new platform, Google ads, a blue verification checkmark.
0: All on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Welcome. Marketing O'Clock. Just
2: stay tuned. Digital marketing news, but let's get specific. Digital ads, SEO, and analytics. Social media, and more. You, Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform. New shows every Friday. every Friday. We give you the news with sass and puns, and definitely high taste.
1: Thank you for tuning in. Thank
2: you. Thank you. you know what time it is. Is. It's officially Marketing O'Clock. Marketing. Settle in, sit back, keep it
0: locked Hey there, I'm Christine Zernhell, aka Shop. I'm Jess Bud, and I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock. Here on March 31st, 2023. Hello everybody. Thank you for sticking with us throughout March. Greg, what's new with you?
2: <laughs> wow, what an intro! Ouch. Well, first off, last week I was feeling down, like my body felt really tired, and I thought I was just off. I was I've been at the gym quite a bit, doing a lot of squats, doing a lot of snatches. What is and a
0: snatch, lady? A snatch.
2: I was doing a snatch at the gym, and doing like some real deep snatches. I don't think too. you can
0: say that on the show.
2: No, I was going doing deep snatches, trying to make sure real clean good movements you gotta start on the floor really get a good base
0: please stop oh my god
2: power up through once you the, stop you gotta duck under almost pull yourself under you know
1: I'm, are you hearing this the way i'm hearing this this is really inappropriate <laughs> yeah
2: and then when you're at the gym and
1: it's sweaty
2: <laughs> you know and then you're do- doing sweaty snatches that i mean that's a no <laughs> I'm talking about Olympic weightlifting. What What are you talking
1: about? Uh,
2: (laughs) But anyway, I thought it was because of all that, but I was deathly sick that whole day. I went home and I put on three hoodies and I slept for two hours while my kids were watching SpongeBob. And then I slept for nine (laughs) hours straight, the most I've ever slept in my life. And I have this little band that that keeps track of my score. And I had a 1% recovery, the worst recovery I've ever had. I was in death mode. From so,
0: nine hours of sleep?
2: Yeah. I was just so sick that I couldn't recover. So it's like my Michael Jordan flu game last week. You know, don't want to put that word you out there a lot. But
0: some last people, week, though. As some, a listener, I had yeah, no idea.
2: Some people are, are throwing the H word around. I'm not going to say it.
1: What H word? Hero. Oh. I wouldn't say that. But. No, no. Neither would I. I was like in a room with you with the door closed and didn't catch any of this, I know, knock it was on wood. So,
2: I couldn't get You warm. were not
1: contagious, whatever it I was. I three
2: hoodies on, compression <gasps> clothing, and I couldn't get my That hands
1: explains warm. why you were happy I had the space heater on in my office yeah. too. Yeah. And normally people complain about that. Anyway, and you were like, it's so warm was, in here. You were sick.
2: That was my flu game. It wasn't the snatches.
1: It's always the snatches.
0: Well, I'm happy you've made a recovery. Thank you. Something you need to know about me is about seven years ago, I was caravanning <laughs> from Buffalo to Northern Virginia I was in one car, my brother was in another. And I called him and I'm like, did you see that lady motorcycle gang that just passed us? <laughs> there must've been like 40 women on motorcycles. Love that. Zooming by us. And he's like, yeah, that was crazy. And they had like matching jackets. and It was just something to behold. So then we stop at the Erie PA Chick-fil-A naturally. I run that Chick-fil-A. The Lady Motorcycle Gang, all their bikes are parked out front. They're all in there. So I met a couple of them, got the story. Naturally, I joined the Facebook group. It's been pretty quiet for seven years. All of a sudden, there's these celebrity death hoaxes being posted in it. And I see them all the time. And I keep falling for it. <laughs> I have to show you the images because they're really amazing. But this one says, Hollywood reports very sad news about Angelina Jolie. She is confirmed as <gasps> dot, dot, dot. And they have like a coffin and her face on it. And it's just, I don't know what's happening here, but they're all posted from different women. Like, is it a big conspiracy within the group to get me to click? Well, that, I that bet. One, that one is real.
1: Which uh, one? R.I.P. No. Justin right? Bieber no, dies. I after, thought she
2: died, and Billy Bob Thornton put her blood in a vial. She no. was still alive for that. Oh, she was. She alive. was yes. confirmed
0: as alive. She had his blood too. Yeah. Oh. R.I.P. Obviously. Justin Bieber died after crashing at over 100 miles per hour. Coroner's report reveals.
2: Chep, you are an interesting character.
0: <laughs> this one actually says he died, though. I feel like the other. I know, one the other left it open. A lot of them stopped short. Mm. This one comes out and says it. And there's, there's a Sarah lot Link. of
1: repeats. They're all from different people. That must be their thing in the gang. They're initiating you. Yeah. This is part of it.
2: They're so, like, we got to kick this person out, but like nicely. What do people hate? Fake death hoaxes. <laughs> Let's only show it to the shop.
0: <gasps> well, if any of the ladies in Lady Trendsetters, MC, have some insights for me. They're headquartered That's in Cleveland. The name of it, Lady Trendsetters. Yeah.
1: Ladies. Wow. Ladies.
0: If you saw them, it fits. I'm okay? sure they you were would have- super
1: badass, but that is a terrible name. For a motorcycle club. No, it's not. LTMC. They were
0: really cool. And they were really efficient in the Chick-fil-A line. Anyway, let me know, Lady Trendsetters. Speaking of efficiency, what if you could turn (laughs) marketing, attribution, and intelligence into action? Well, that's exactly what call tracking metrics does for marketers and agencies. With CTM, you'll know exactly where your leads come from, and better yet, you'll be able to send them where they need
1: to go, all while reducing time to conversion. They make it super easy to gain efficiency in your lead management process through workflow automation and conversion insights so you can personalize the customer experience and reduce friction, which we all know is super important. Automatically route incoming calls, text chats, and form submissions to the right person the first time.
0: And my favorite version of the conversion insights as a Google Ads lady is if someone comes from an ad click, you can set it up so you can see the keyword that triggered the ad click in ctm and the salesperson can see that while they're talking to them in real time and i think that's really useful information
2: i mean it's amazing that you can not only see the tracking you can get better attribution but it's basically like your own phone system with this where it's going and you're triaging the right call to the right person what can't ctm do
0: So if you want to enhance your lead workflow and align your sales and marketing teams, don't just take our word for it. Book a personalized product overview with their team at calltrackingmetrics.com. That is calltrackingmetrics.com. Tell Marketing O'Clock sent you. All
1: right, and getting into the news this week, some Twitter news dropped last week, but of course it was after we recorded, so here we go. First of all, Elon Musk tweeted that Twitter verified is now available worldwide which is cool. He said that on the 23rd at about 5.30 p.m. The real news is that less than an hour later, Twitter Verified tweeted, on April 1st, we will begin winding down our Legacy Verified program and removing Legacy Verified check marks. To keep your blue check mark on Twitter, individuals can sign up for Twitter Blue here. Share a link. Organizations can sign up for Verified organizations here and share it just do april 2nd i know bad I know. choice Jeez. bad choice they, they would actually but i don't know i it, <clears throat> more more on this so first of all legacy check marks are going away greg you are being stripped of your verification that we all know is an absolute what, saga.
2: what was a legacy check mark for what how did you get a legacy check mark before what do you mean who got them
1: Oh, important people! Oh, heroes, okay. heroes! Okay. One oh, would heroes. use the H word. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Oh yes, that's yeah. how I got one. Heroes, but heroes, and in that people. Google video like three years ago. Remember your favorite year in oh, review yeah. video? Oh yeah, that was crazy. of those. So it's a whole thing, and I could see the desire to protest. Obviously, if your legacy checkmark is being stripped, and you just you want to stick it to the man and not do it. I can understand that, but you actually might want to comply, unfortunately. So Mr. Musk followed up with a tweet saying, starting April 15th, only verified accounts will be eligible to be in for you recommendations. This is the only realistic way to address advanced AI bot swarms taking over. It's an otherwise hopeless losing battle. Voting in polls will require verification for the same reason. <gasps> if you're verified and you choose to do show me the results, I'm mad at you. After
0: all this, mm. yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you want us to start your GoFundMe for this?
2: No. What's a show me the results? Like you could vote when in the you poll. You pick just it, to uh, see yeah, and it but, skews
1: yeah. everything, messes mm-hmm. up yeah. the poll. People are using their influence for bad. Um, oh, here's a here's a follow-up tweet um, from Elon. He said, that said, it is okay to have verified bot accounts if they follow the terms of service and don't impersonate a human. Of course, because bots have money too, and he would love to have it. Um, somebody replied and said, I don't get behind this decision. You need to invest money into talent and AI tech to detect bots on the platform. This isn't a good way to go. Could tarnish the platform. Elon's response was, my prediction is that this will be the only platform you can trust. Are you trying to be more trustworthy and be better? Or are you just trying to make some money back? Maybe both, but you certainly cannot argue the latter. According to Mashable, of the approximately 420,000 legacy verified Twitter users, just around 6,500 of them are currently paying for Twitter blue. So that's a very low number. Well, why would you pay for it, though? Well, now, if you want to be...
2: I know, but that, I know that that's the metric, but that's such a stupid metric. Why would you pay for something when you already have something?
1: Fair. But you're gonna pay now if you want to keep that. If you're super vain, right?
2: I just don't see the point. You can't have two blue check marks. So if you're already verified, why would you pay for something?
1: Well, because of the other benefits, of course, such as longer tweets, longer tweets, prioritized ranking and conversations, half the ads, bookmark folders, that fancy undo button.
2: Okay. Well, as what do you think when your blue check marks are gonna go away?
1: What blue check marks?
2: Oh wait, you don't have blue check marks? Yeah. Oh, I can't I'm sorry. say. Some of do. us don't
1: care. We don't tweet.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I think this is a good change. I think Actually, it's good. yeah, cuz cuz the the previous verified system was so fundamentally broken. It was shut down for like a year. And you can't go through and like make choices on who is an important person and who's not. That's it was always a weird thing that you could just go do that, and then the fact that they never supported it was a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like this, the way that they're implementing it, because mm-hmm. marketing clock, we pay, we're, we're Twitter blue. Um, and we probably will stay Twitter blue if we can get extra visibility, get our show out to more people. I think that's a nice perk to show in there for you. It's the default for anybody that signs up for Twitter. It's the default view unless you change it. Like there's a lot of benefit to doing that if you if it matters what your message is out there. so
1: Okay, that's fair. um. Yeah. Travis Brown, who did some research that was in that article, he did note, so this could play into that, that 50% of Twitter Blue subscribers have less than 1,000 followers and even 78,000 apparently have less than 100. So knowing that this could boost visibility after the first, if their goal is to grow their accounts, this could really help them. So I guess I see that. On an interesting note, though, Alessandro Paluzzi spotted a feature in testing that would allow Blue subscribers to hide their checkmark. So if you want to make it look like you're sticking That's it weird. to the man, but you want to be a total poser, I don't know why you would have that. But like, what else could you... Why so I would you see you, do you that? in the
2: for you section, bro. You voted on my poll. Like, I know you're paying for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you listen to this show. But anyway, interesting things happening and uh, we'll see you on the second.
2: All right. And big news from Barry Schwartz. Google is going full Musk with their ads. A little blue check mark was spotted in the wild by Kashual Berwani and this is on Google Ads themselves. So it is, again, it looks exactly like a Twitter blue check there, and it appears that it is for a verified business. If you're a Google Ads advertiser, you've probably been inundated if you have multiple accounts about the verification process. This is a nice look at why you should partake in the verification process. Um, When you do click on the about this advertiser, to see who it is you see the advertiser name what their official business name is and then if they're verified or not so it is a big step forward I think it's needed there's a lot of sites out there that might not be the best you want to purchase from and a lot of people like doing arbitrage and stuff it's a little bit less it's a lot less than it used to be but still if you're like hey there's a real company here like I can at least file a BBB report or something like that like it makes sense and um, don't hold off on those advertiser verifications Um, I said it in our meeting and a marketing team, like the more pieces of flair you can get on your ads, the better off you are in my book. So use those image image extensions, use your business name, use your business logo and get verified there. So
1: So many people didn't get that joke when you made it, by the way, because we are old now.
2: Yes. And um, the cost of this to get into this program is $7 a month. I made that part up. It's free. <laughs> you
0: just got to
1: verify yourself. What do you have, Chef? Can you imagine if they made advertisers pay more?
2: It's something else to click.
1: They're doing it in other ways, yeah.
2: No, there's, it, it's, it's obviously free.
0: Next up, Google is making some enhancements to discovery ads for advertisers. So the first announcement here is product feeds. In addition to the existing layouts like Square, Carousels, and Portraits, Product feeds are now available to all advertisers, and this allows you to show people items based on their interests and intent. And Greg, you said we were part of the beta, and you already set this up, right?
2: Yeah, so I've been using this. It's it's very nice where it operates exactly like a shopping campaign would, where you can import whatever feed you're looking for, and then you can go into product groups. So it's unlike Performance Max. It uses... I already forget product lists or list group, list groups or whatever, but it's called product groups, and you can just choose what products you want to pull into this feed. Um, so I just set one up. I took a certain category literally before the show and put all of the creative in, and then I brought the feed in, and I set up a product group right to that specific um, set of products that I was looking for. And in this case, I was using a audience segments towards people that have looked for similar products. Um, So that was my audience I'm using and then I just matched the product group to those products specifically and then put all the creative in that again kind of match that. So it's a nice way to bring that shopping flair of all the different products and you can swipe through many times um, right into your discovery ads. So um, again, I'd I'd say if you haven't used it before, it's similar to like a, I, I guess like a DSA with a feed or I don't want to say performance max but with performance max you can also limit it down to those i think it's listing groups and performance max because god knows you can't have anything the same
0: yeah <laughs> might be a good time to check out discovery ads if you're a retailer and haven't already the second part of this announcement is is they say they're improving reporting and measurement so they say product level reporting will launch later this month Quote, advertisers can track how their Google Merchant Center catalog items are performing in product feeds against metrics like impressions and clicks. Discovery advertisers will also be able to use data-driven attribution. They talked about how people saw an increase in conversions with using DDA. And I'm like, yeah, because it's Google picking the attribution, whatever.
2: This is also big because you can then kind of craft what that product group is, right? So if you're looking and you pull in, let's say a certain category, let's say running shoes or something like that. And maybe you've got something that's got a pretty horrific photo. And when you look at it, it's got a high number of impressions, a low number of clicks. You now can see it at that product level. So you might be able to go in there and say, I'm gonna break it down by item ID. I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna exclude this product because it's underperforming, bringing down your whole discovery um, campaigns in general. So that's also like a very nice feature.
0: And finally, Discover Advertisers will be able to use conversion lift experiments to measure incremental conversions based on either users or geography. And to use that, I guess you need to reach out to your Google rep, but it's available if you want to ask. So lots of cool improvements coming to discovery ads.
1: Now it's time for this week's take of the week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call.
2: This week's take of the week comes from Thomas Busson. At Thomas BCN. I think I pronounced that right. <laughs>
1: Sound sounded right to me. Okay.
2: And Thomas has just a nice little <laughs> meme. A Google Ads meme, of course. And this is the drowning swimmer meme. Mm. Where there's a hand coming up out of the water grasping for help another hand comes into the picture in the second frame and it's google ads to the rescue in the third frame google ads high fives that hand sticking out of the water with a big recommendation slap and then in the last frame that hand sinks fully out of view and just <laughs> like so all your sad. profit it
1: was really dramatic very real yeah. now it's time for this week's ICYMI ICYMI people this is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have.
0: I see why, my people. We have a tweet from Dario Zanoni at Dario Zanoni on Twitter. He says, from August 1st, Google Ads campaigns using similar segments will automatically be opted into optimized targeting and audience expansion. There's now a settings page in the audience tab where we can tell Google to turn off campaigns and sp- Dead of expanding the targeting, so similar segments are going away. Um, in this notification, it says si- similar segments will be fully removed from Google Ads on August first, twenty twenty three. Ad groups and campaigns still using similar segments will be automatically opted into optimized targeting and audience expansion. Like Dario said, and then you can select whether you want to turn it on and use optimized targeting and audience expansion, which of course they recommend, or you can decide to turn it off and pa- pause. All ad groups and campaigns that are only using similar segments right now. So, probably want to take a look at those settings and make the decision that makes sense for you.
1: Thank you, Dario. Now it's time for this week's Pew Pew Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts paid, organic, and social. Call Tracking
0: Metrics is the global conversation analytics platform built for marketers and agencies. From full customer journey analytics to automated workflows and MarTech integrations, CTM has it all.
2: Covered it a little bit earlier, but just so you know, you can see not only the platforms, but the terms that drove that traffic, where they're located, what they do on your site afterwards and you can help to get them to the right place and deliver them to the right support rep with more information than you ever could before by showing them what they were looking for. I don't know how you can operate if you have a lot of phone calls without call tracking metrics.
0: And right now you can sign up for any of their free plans for free for 30 days. So you can sign up for the performance plan for free for 30 days, or if you're an agency and you need a more robust plan, you can opt for the growth plan, the connect plan or the enterprise plan. There's really no reason not to try it right now, but don't take our word for it. Check them out at calltrackingmetrics.com. That's calltrackingmetrics.com and request your demo today. First up in the paid universe this week, we have a lot everybody reddit ads announced six new ads manager features this week so i'll just run through them here they say simple campaign creation so you can now create a campaign with a single ad in three easy steps yikes automated campaign creation (laughs) double yikes (laughs) (laughs) multi-currency support so you can choose between australian dollars canadian dollars euros pounds or new zealand dollars now improved community search so, you can find targetal, targetable communities based on topic relevance, reporting retention, support for a 12 month reporting look back. Like, Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. What was it doing before? I don't know. Also, bulk <laughs> edit improvements where you can make changes to bids, budgets, and third party reporting tracker in bulk. I don't know about some of these, but it sounds like it wasn't great before either if you can look back 12
1: months. I would say much improved aside from the first two. As long as they're not forcing you into those, whatever. Next up,
0: Meta announced that they are launching new Reels ads options for Facebook specifically. So first is click to Messenger ads will be available within Facebook Reels, which will enable businesses to drive direct DM contact via Reels clips. It says click to Messenger ads in Reels will include a large CTA button to drive contact via private chat. I don't know who would do that. But... Meta is also making WhatsApp conversion optimization available for Facebook Reels ads, which I think is even stranger. They really, really want you to use Reels, especially on Facebook, which we already knew. Next up here on April 24th, manual bidding will no longer be available for new campaigns on the Microsoft Audience Network. At that time, all existing image and feed campaigns on a manual CPC bid strategy will upgrade to enhance CPC. The upgrade will be competed, completed by April 28th. I think your CPCs are probably going to go up. Theoretically, they could go down.
2: <laughs> I I just don't trust Microsoft Smart Bidding.
0: They've been doing so many. I mean, ECPC I use in Microsoft, but they're just doing all these little shady things lately, and they're all like creeping up on us all at once. And
2: the shadiest thing is they're f-ing matching. It makes Google look like a, a, a sane company, the way that they match things.
0: And that wasn't even something they like announced to change for. It no. just happened. It's All just, of a sudden, you can't, you can't use anything but exact.
2: It's unbelievable how bad their matching is.
0: And it's unbelievable how good PPC Greg is at Twitter. This week, he tried the new Google Ads Editor 2.3.3 so that you can read his Twitter thread and learn about it before you take the time to download it. So first up, he says you can now see and delete the automatically created assets in each account in bulk. So that's a nice feature. He also says you can edit business names and business logos in bulk. Love to see that. And then Ben Kruger replied and said, when's the last time you went outside, Greg? Leave PPC Greg alone. <laughs> so unnecessary. I know. And he was like very polite on the show and like professional. You've crossed a line here, Ben Gruger. If you have a laptop, <laughs>
1: you can go outside he's and outside work. He's outside a lot. Also, he's he-
2: trying to get his work done so he can go outside. Like, sorry, some people have to have a job. <laughs> you know, Like he tweeted during the day.
0: Like- You're coming for PPC Greg. You've crossed a line. He's the darling of this community. Leave him alone another interesting update from google ads editor 2.3 parentheses point three: create dynamic search ads recommendation is no longer there which who spotted that ppc greg the darling of ppc of course
2: when's the last time you went outside oh, greg
0: we both said
1: the same thing
0: he gets a lot of fresh air. okay anyway he retweeted search engine hubbub from november 24th 2022 who said opinion dynamic search ads to sunset in 2023 tech and logic uses behind broad match and pmax are very similar so seems like that prediction might be coming true which would make a lot of people very sad from one of our favorite twitter accounts here the last party cookie at human propensity they retweeted an article about how alibaba is splitting into six in the biggest overhaul in 24 years and i was immediately like i don't need to know this story for Mm. my paid lightning round and then i was wrong because there's a graph underneath a chart underneath that has (laughs) net ad revenue share worldwide by company 2016 to 2023 and alibaba is third from the top under facebook and google and the last party cookie said, I have to wonder if they split the company to help fly under the radar with Washington legislators, preempt assumptions that different business units are out there complying, compiling super profiles on American citizens. That's
2: so. surprising. They're 9.5% of all digital ad spending, where Google's only 27.5. Mm-hmm. That kind of blows your mind.
0: Yeah. So that was a little conspiracy corner for you. Taylor Holiday has some sneaky new data for us regarding Pmax from his at Taylor Holiday Twitter account. He says, thanks to a conversation that started on Twitter, we have been able to build this incredibly helpful report into a statless.io that gives us visibility into distribution by placement. This confirmed many of our fears. Overall, Pmax is under-indexing on shopping, over-indexing on brand terms, and over-indexing on existing customers relative to our goals in comparison to smart shopping so he has a handy video here if you want more information on this you should check out but the bottom line is he has this chart that shows PMAX delivery percent of spend across channels so you can see for us shopping new customer acquisition worldwide shopping all these different categories how much of the spend is coming from shopping cost versus search costs 78 percent of p max spend is allocated to shopping costs so I love when people can pull any data from PMAX because we don't have any. So thank you, Taylor. Anthony Higman let us know this week that YouTube changed the name of influence consideration campaign (laughs) subtype to get views. Thank you. That's actually helpful. No, how stupid are we? What we need is a chart, like an easier way to know what type of bid strategy we're going to be able to use. Yeah, but Google could make one. Google sucks. You made one. Well, now I'm going to have to update it to say get views. (laughs) Apparently, only the name has changed. It still operates the same.
2: All right, we're all playing here. (laughs) Okay. We're both Google execs.
1: I love it. Okay. Okay.
2: Hey, I think we need to change the name of (laughs) influence consideration
1: here. I I concur. Could we make it more evil?
2: No, I don't think we should make it more evil.
1: Mm, Why not?
2: What do we think of our. Constituency—the people that, that use our product.
1: Oh, they're so dumb. They are
2: so. They're dumb. so dumb. I don't even know if they know what consideration means.
1: I don't know if they know what influence. I mean,
2: means. I don't either. We to put be those fair. words
1: together just to fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go.
1: I feel like no one's gonna click that. Yeah. No one's maybe gonna they, know what maybe that they
2: think means. they'll leave the site. They're really Yeah, dumb. we don't want them to go yeah, they're we want super them to stay, dumb. Give us all all right, yeah, money. We yeah, don't yeah. say. Do mm-hmm. you got any good ideas?
1: Well, the thing about influence consideration is it sounds really smart. So we need to dumb it down so that they yeah. think we're speaking their language. They're so stupid. They're so stupid. All
2: right, all right, all right. Do you have another idea? Yeah. No. How about just like some? How about like, um? <laughs> I see that two words. Get views. <gasps>
0: Get
1: views. Get views. You know why? Because people are just going to watch it. We're not going to influence anyone's consideration. They're no. not actually going to consider the product. They're just going to watch the video and maybe they'll watch it twice. And so we views. can make twice the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not get view. We'll do We'll do Paralyze yet. it. Yeah. Yeah. Views.
0: Yes. Views. Yes. Views. Views. While you execs were having that conversation, maybe you're also talking about adding nine policies to the three strike system. Google Ads has expanded the scope of its system to target clickbait, misleading ad design and more. It starts June 21st. Google said it will gradually ramp up over a three month period. None of these things are things that are like allowed now and now won't be allowed. So you probably should know if you're doing something wrong. I mean, stop advertising mail order brides. What else do I need to say to you? But apparently mail order grooms are fine. I mean yeah, you can keep coming this way. <laughs> ben Krueger's back in the news. He says this is one of the best moves I've seen regarding What does he mean moves? Like takes?
2: Yeah, he thought this is a great idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he retweeted Brian Porter at J. Brian Porter, who said we're challenging our assumption that only 10% of ad sales on our branded terms are additive. Because of this assumption, we require a 30 ROAS on branded terms. If only 10% of sales are additive, the true ROAS is three.
2: So breaking that down, they're saying we don't want to spend on branded search because it's not adding. People are already looking for us We're artificially inflating what we need the return on ad spend to be because it's not additive it's not incremental
0: so he must pay for twitter blue because it's longer but i think that's mostly what you need to know ben retweeted it and said this is one of the best moves i've seen regarding paid brand search in a while run some geo tests to determine incrementality of brand search and then apply that learning to your bids nationally greg finn ever heard of him replied and said so, Brandon's search should be viewed differently? Because in the past, Ben has said that it shouldn't. Wait.
2: I feel like I am on a different planet sometimes.
1: I cannot wait for the reveal of his reply.
0: The reveal of it? You haven't seen it yet?
1: I'm seeing it here, and it's making me so
0: happy. <laughs> Tell the people. Why? Because he just, whatever. He said,
1: so, s***. <laughs> which is twice as funny because A, yeah, Ben. B, diapers.
2: And that is... That- oh! And that was Ben saying it, not me. Yeah. So Ben was saying branded just mix it all in, then retweeted this talking about how branded is a, a, almost a liability when it comes to everything, and they have to have that inflated ROAS. To which Ben said, "This is some of the best. I don't want to. I don't want I don't want to say anything mm-hmm. incorrect. One of the best moves I've <laughs> seen regarding paid brand search in a while, which is looking at branded search differently, not like a Huggies end cap at a Target store."
0: You guys just made this so poetic with the diaper connection. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Do you have any poetry for us in organic, Greg?
2: Well, I don't have poetry for you, but I do have some good news from Google search central on Twitter. They say following feedback from the community today, we're updating bulk data exports to allow multiple Google search console properties to export to one cloud project. And so, to do so, you need to have, Do uh, you have to customize the data set name when you're setting up your export so that you have a unique data set name for each export, but you can do it all for one, which is pretty cool. All right. The Banana Boat Bonanza Algo update, AKA the March 2023 Broadcore update, is finished. It's been concluded on March 28th, 2023. Here it took 13 days to complete. So March 15th to March 28th, if you're annotating somewhere outside of GA3, and Amsif Digital and Lily Ray and the team over there have their best-in-class winners and losers from the update. The absolute winners, according to Amsif Digital, Wikipedia, Amazon, eBay, a couple small little companies there. Ever heard of them? Mom and, and pop. some of those that have been smallered, a term I got from the Urban Dictionary, were wiktionary the urban dictionary and the free dictionary i guess if you're any kind of airy like you got hosed on this one i wonder if that was like one of the criteria
1: american eagle airy
2: if you have (laughs) a-r-y like you're toast also there is a post from search engine land that is called what google's new guidelines for ai produced content mean for seo they came out with that change back in february there's a good post there talking about what could happen I'm not going to get into all of it here, but one thing I thought was really nice was they said, after all, humans can write spammy content just as readily as AI. It's like saying a calculator is bad for math results because you didn't figure out the answer yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. There's a lot of terrible AI. Some of the bard stuff really stinks, but humans stink too. There's a lot of terrible, terrible, terrible content.
0: I know some really terrible, stinky yeah. humans. mm mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: And from Dr. Marie Haynes, Marie underscore Haynes on Twitter, there was an update from OpenAI and said, the update was that we've created a web browsing plugin, which gives a language model access to a web browser. Uh Uh-oh. With its design prioritizing both safety and operating as a good citizen of the web. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. And Marie said, chat GPT can now browse the web. No more problems with training data not being up to date uses bing inside of chat gpt there's a lot to discuss here and the whole game of seo has just changed so i guess that's the big news is that it can go follow links and crawl like a normal crawler or spider get more content and consume it and use it within the chat system of chat gpt within bing from google there is a post called the five new ways to verify info with Google search. The first thing you can do that you learn more about this result that has been rolled out for a while now in the U S is available globally. So that's number one. You can also now find diverse perspectives on top stories with a new feature Just say what it is, Google. Um, what it is, is something called perspectives. Like, why don't you say we've got perspectives launching Um, So what this is going to be is it's going to be below top stories and will showcase insights from a range of journalists, experts, and other relevant voices on the topic you're searching for. I was looking at the example and it's got people like Mark Hamill in here and a bunch of like, I guess, like, I don't know, influencers or something. So I don't know who the experts are and who is the... um,
1: Influencer?
2: No, there were influencers. It was somebody I've never heard of. It looked like it might have... Been like a, a movie commentary or Hollywood commentator. Oh, gotcha. But either way, they say journalists, experts, and other relevant voices. And that's that. That's the thing where it's like, where's the line? Like with Twitter Blue, OG. Like, are you eligible for this? Are you important? Are you an expert? Are you a relevant voice? Who gets pulled in? Who doesn't? Maybe they'll take a look at something like if you've got Twitter Blue, you're a real human and you can use that. I don't know. So they didn't say what that what the definition of expert or relevant voice would be for that. And, and then the carousel will launch in the English in the U.S. and will be available on desktop and mobile. From Elon Musk, he stated that as part of their investment, Microsoft gained exclusive access to the entire AI code base. Um, and then he went on to say, it's because it's in Azure and all this stuff, but somebody responded to him and said, aren't you an investor in OpenAI? And this is super weird to me, just like something I didn't know you could just do. He goes, I donated 100 million to OpenAI when it was nonprofit, but I have no ownership or control. Pretty pretty straightforward. But they just got all that money from Microsoft. And somebody else asked Elon and said, I had always regarded OpenAI as nonprofit, how it changed and fell under business ownership. To which Elon says, Good question is somehow transition from an open source nonprofit to a closed source for profit. So you could just do that you could take a $100 million donation as a nonprofit, not give any equity, and then turn into a for profit and sell like a huge chunk to Microsoft. That's I didn't know that part. That's kind of strange.
1: There's probably things we don't understand happening in the background. But that does seem I know, crazy. Like,
2: they got funding from all these people to <clears throat> build this thing. And then they just like, Oh, flip the switch. Now we're for profit. Sorry, folks, if you were looking to strap goggles on to hop into a virtual teacup or high five a virtual Pluto, it seems that that will be Jafar away as Walt Disney is eliminating its <laughs> next generation storytelling and consumer experiences unit. This was a small division that was developing metaverse strategies, according to people familiar with the situation, and it's part of the 7,000 um Layoffs across the company that are coming over the next two months.
1: Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did you just say metaverse?
2: Metaverse, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you said metaverse.
2: I don't. Know. I you ruined win! me. When do you I know win! That you ruined me? I, I can't win! see anything right anymore because of you. Mm-hmm. From the Verge, in "Don't Be That Dude" news, Microsoft Teams now lets you transform into a 3D avatar during meetings.
1: During meetings, I'm going to transform in the meeting. Is there anything more?
2: Annoying than people changing things in a meeting. Imagine, like, somebody's like changing an avatar and then your avatar, and they're not. I don't want to talk to an avatar. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to an avatar. Also,
1: if they're doing it in the middle of the meeting, they are not listening to you <clears> while <throat> they configure whatever settings these are. Yeah, that's what
0: I was thinking. Like, Which I'm not listening to you anyway, but
1: I am at least pretending. This is
0: not pretending. Yeah, I'm picturing my Bitmoji like changing clothes. <laughs> this is
2: like a, I thought like Teams was for business. Can you imagine getting on a conference? If, you, if one of you, if we're on a conference call and you turn yourself an avatar, <coughs> Jess.
1: Would you be pissed?
2: I'd be like, Jess, what, what are you doing?
1: Like I'm changing into the metaverse.
2: The whole point is to try to communicate mm-hmm. as if you were like with somebody.
1: That's what's cool about it is that human connection from afar. So let's just eliminate that part. Yeah, get rid of all that. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. We don't need I'll it. Turn
2: myself into a cartoon. I would rather be. All right, from the Joe Schmo on Twitter. Joe has a article from Apple is where I saw it. And it says, all the miserable, this is a quote from the article. The article is called why Google, Amazon, and Meta, Meta, just stop it, are damaging their flagship products. And a quote that he pulled out says, all these miserable online experiences are symptoms of an insidious underlying disease. In Silicon Valley, the user's experience has become subordinate to the company's stock price something i've been saying forever your stupid quarterly okrs are ruining your product nobody looks long term anymore and from the article they say searches on google call up pages full of pesky sponsored links and many of the non-sponsored links are often pages that are highly optimized for search engines that exist to generate revenue for themselves rather than provide the searcher with useful answers in short google's flagship service now sucks further on the article The author from, I believe it was Business Insider that was the originator of this, but they say, Facebook, a website known ostensibly for finding and connecting with your friends, constantly floods users' feeds with sponsored or recommended content and seems to bury the things people want to see under what Facebook decides is relevant, he says. And then goes on to say, and as journalist John Herman wrote earlier this year, The junkification of Amazon has made it nearly impossible for users to find high-quality product they want, instead diverting people to ad-riddled result pages filled with low-quality products from sellers who know how to game the system. Amen. All right, that's it in organic. What's happening in social, bud? All
1: right, first up in social this week, survey says... The majority of Americans are not going to pay for premium services on social media platforms. This survey was conducted by Morning Consult, who found that users who are willing to pay want additional security features and, of course, a badge for the price. The number does swing the other way. If social is their means of making money, 66% of creators are into it. So depends on what you're trying to get out of the social platform.
2: Did they put this poll out on Twitter? Because if so, the only people that can vote come April 1st on Twitter first. Blue.
1: Don't do your research on Twitter. Good call out, though. And <clears throat> I don't know if this is creepy or genius news. WhatsApp is testing self destructing audio messages. Users will be able to send an audio message that is playable only once, cannot be forwarded to other users, and isn't saved on any devices or in WhatsApp's databases. So, this is great if you need to send someone, say, your social security number or if you just want to do some audio sexting. Power. Jessica! What? You what? guys crushed me earlier. You can do all the snatches I was talking, at the gym. You can just give them your social and.
2: I was talking about something that's an Olympic event. I won't say sport because it's not a sport.
1: An what Olympic else would event. you do with a disappearing audio message other than give private information or private information? All right. You could describe. Got me there. The dick pics. I Correct. thought
0: you were going to scold
1: her for sending someone her social security number <laughs> because why would you? Do I would that never now, do, that? do that. <laughs> I'm sharing my personal information LinkedIn is adding audio events for company pages aka move over clubhouse you're a couple years late they also have a couple other features from the latest update to the platform including native post scheduling I think we teased that a long time ago but it's coming it's here Um, and company pages can now follow other pages so get excited Alessandro Paluzzi found that Instagram is working on the ability to add a donate button to posts so that is cool if you need money Here's, here's a tweet we're long today, so I'm going fast. From one randfishkin at randfish on Twitter. Because y'all keep asking, why should I use Mastodon? He's got a, a screenshot from Peter Gleek, Peter Glick. Twitter versus Mastodon. I posted this graph on Twitter to 95,000 followers and Mastodon with one-tenth of the followers. I got double the likes and boosts on Mastodon. On Twitter, I got dozens of ugly replies from climate deniers and trolls. On Mastodon, I got polite and interesting questions. And the graph is the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere for the past 800,000 years. And then he tells us where we are. You can look at this. You can use Mastodon. You can use Twitter. We give no opinions. No, we have opinions. We We have lots of
2: opinions. If you want to use Mastodon, that's your choice. Yep. Don't, I'm not talking don't about make Mastodon. Choice. I'm talking
1: about the client or the climate.
2: If you want something else, use LinkedIn. That's the alternative. Mass, imagine trying to find at Peter Gleick at org. How do I even get there? How do we even find this? Nobody's going to be using Mastodon. I'm sorry. It is a piece of s***. Have you used it? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. on Mastodon. I'm at Greg Finn. I'm on some Mastodon server, and it's just a bunch of SEOs complaining about SEO on there.
1: Next up. A new analysis shows the news industry reaps considerable economic benefit from Facebook. New research shows, I'm paraphrasing here, that claims from news publishers that Facebook benefits unfairly at their expense are wrong. Publishers make a business decision, share links, yada, yada, they're making lots of money. The source for this, meta. Check that out.
2: Wait, wait. New analysis shows marketing clock listeners are more attractive and more... Uh, intellectual than other podcast listeners. Source:
1: Marketing Clock. Finally, from the New York Times by way of David Lee at Hey Dave Seven on Twitter. Hey Dave. Seven. Elon Musk <laughs> used Twitter at twenty billion dollars. The billionaire bought the social media company for forty-four billion back in October and took it private. Mr. Musk did not respond to a request for comment, and an email to Twitter's communications department was returned with a poop emoji. <laughs> Oh my God. And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for Working Hard or Hardly Working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise.
0: Shout out Maggie Humphrey from our team. We were talking about custom columns last week, and I thought that when you set them up, it was only in your account, but we realized that if at least in our account, for our MCC, if I set up custom columns, as myself, Christine Zernhauld, for one client, Maggie, if she is looking at reports for that client, can use the custom columns that I made, but only for that client. So they share across clients that's within great. your MCC, which is amazing. So like now when I'm onboarding new clients, I want to set up custom columns and then everyone that's
1: working on that account can see them. And I think that's amazing. So y'all know, because I trust you, that I'm up, right? I don't want my clients to know that I'm up. So at 4 a.m. when I'm trying to be productive and can't sleep and I want to send an email but not send it at 4 a.m., just don't forget you don't need boomerang anymore. Gmail lets you schedule a send for 8.06 if you want to look real organic. Just remember that. Greg?
2: Something hardly working for me, there is an account we have where we've got a a variety of DSAs, and I don't know, for some reason, the last two weeks, the performance has dropped. Mm. It's been on target ROAS, so it really shouldn't have a reason to drop because it's a fairly sustainable bid type, Um, but it's just dropped across the board. I put a message out there on Twitter. I don't know if anybody else is seeing DSAs drop or not. My conspiracy hat is that maybe it's going away, and sometimes you see expanded text ads, like with RSA's, they got they stopped serving as much. I don't know if that there's anything to that, but it just out of the blue, things have been working really well with pretty hands off like DSA's are, kind of hitting those target ROAs numbers, and then all of a sudden, probably March fifteenth, just kind of tanked across the board, down, down seventy five percent in return.
1: And now for this week's
2: cool tool.
1: As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's Cool Tool is real swell for those in Sheets and Excel. It's Numerous, a Google Sheets and Excel add-on that streamlines spreadsheet busywork using AI. You can extract text, categorize, generate formulas, and more right inside your spreadsheet. There are functions that prompt G- chat GPT-3, the ability to teach Numerous to do repetitive tasks with just a few examples, which is really cool, and get ready for this. Non-nerdy marketers like myself will enjoy the ability to generate formulas using plain English. You could say, I want an average of the values and column." B where column B is bigger than 10 and column C date is less than a week in the future this was an example they gave and it just gives you the formula it's lovely again that is numerous and it is free to try with there are paid tiers but they started only 10 bucks a month if you love it and want to use it so as always we'll have the link in our newsletter as well as on discord pick your poison and check it out now it's time for our must read marketing article of the week an article so advanced so in-depth so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
2: This week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Darren Shaw and White Spark. Darren has the annual local search ranking factors out for 2023. It's everything you need to focus on to win in 2023 if you're into local SEO. He has the local pack and finder ranking the local organic ranking factors, conversion factors, some myths, negative ranking factors, suspension risk factors, LSA ranking factors, how SEOs are using AI, and then a whole bunch of expert contribution and QA. So if you are a local person, you cannot afford to miss this. Thank you, Darren.
0: And now on to our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingaclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist, Greg, what are you adding to the playlist this week?
2: This week, I'm adding a song that I found last night when I was cleaning my house. The song is, Jess, I don't know if you'll like this one, but Mm -hmm. you'll like the name I'm gonna drop here. Tom Morello and Chris Stapleton, The War Inside.
0: I feel that. Okay, well, it's not a curated list of songs to clean to, so I will be adding Holiday by Madonna. Jess? Good
2: pick.
1: Thank you. Mine came on last night while I was cooking, and I didn't know about it either, so curate that. Uh, Jump Mountain Blues by Watch House. All right, that does it for today's show. <laughs> it is now officially not Marketing O'Clock.
2: Thanks for listening. We
1: miss you already. And we can't wait to see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingaclockcom slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join.
0: Welcome to this week's shooting the Hack, We're after our famous Friday news show, we don't talk about marketing anymore. We just...
1: Shoot
2: the Hack.
0: And today, we will be playing everyone's favorite game when I don't have to participate... You have to participate. Yeah, you got to play. Oh, I just have to poke the holes. It's the easy part.
2: Yes. And in case you are new to the show, this is where Jess and I have a bunch of ideas that are like pretty flawless. And your job (laughs) is to try to poke holes in the idea. Tell us why they suck. Okay. Okay. So first up, this is a little bit out there, but it's something you do many times when you go to the dentist. Say you have like a surgery or something like that. And I'm thinking it's a vacation but it's like uh, either heavy anesthesia or medically induced coma where you go and maybe you even wake up there on an island or something. But basically you get there and you come awake and you're on the island for like a couple days and then you just go back into your anesthesia and you're home.
1: The vacation is the anesthesia or that's the travel? It could be
2: both. You could choose a destination or just to have a nice little nap.
0: I was going to ask if you could do this for childbirth. You don't want to experience
2: that. <laughs> yeah, you could do it for childbirth. I mean, consult your physician, obviously. Like, I'm not an MD here.
0: But yeah. I'm all in. <laughs>
2: wow. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so nice? You just wake up so Anesthesia refreshed? Anesthesia for
0: fun. But yeah. you have to have a medical reason. No. No, 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 no. You can't
1: oh. have a
2: medical reason. vacation part. You get to just no get knocked out. Yeah.
0: This is a slippery slope. We're yes. going to come to a place where we're all just sleeping and nobody's in the real world. That's the metaverse. What's the difference?
1: But the best part is that it's the bef- like while you're slipping into the sleep and you get to feel it and then you come out and you're lightheaded too. How much does this cost?
2: It, it, whatever it is, it, it's too little. Okay. <laughs> right?
0: I have a million reasons why this is a terrible idea.
2: Nothing. I mean, Michael Jackson was basically doing this, right? <laughs>
0: Let's all be more like
2: (laughs) him. He was. He was like drugging himself to sleep.
0: I don't think that's good. It didn't end up great for him, Greg.
2: Well, science has evolved.
0: Okay. Okay. Jess, what's your idea? I hope it's
1: better than that one. Yeah, I liked that one, though. A lot. (laughs) And you could combine it with my invention, which is a heated desk chair. We're walking around with heated seats in
0: our cars. Why can't I have a heated desk chair? It's just like a little too comfy, I would say.
1: Well, if you add an extra dose of I want to be
0: alert. I might fall asleep.
2: Well, this, is, this is really a really good one here. Thank you. I think you do a desk chair, and then we have like an upgrade to get a little massage chair going on. And for summer months, we got a little fan in there
0: Ooh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: circulation.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. This is like what With they lumbar say support. about Ooh.
0: Google. Where oh, You need lumbar support. Of where course. they were like feeding people just so they would never leave work you ever see that? You have to
1: think about the optics of this. The feeding machine
0: with Ooh, like Charlie Chaplin.
1: Yeah. It's got
2: a chair and then it's got an anesthesia button on it. So. Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> and then you could just stay at work, but you're on vacation. <laughs> I love this idea, Jen. This is great. We have great ideas. how we're so going <laughs> to retain employees. I'm pretty
0: sure they make heated desk chairs. So it's not that crazy. Well,
1: I here. would like to formally submit a request to get
2: one.
0: Okay, Please. Greg, you have another one?
2: Yes, I do. Um So- you can go and get like a massage, right? Which is super freaking weird, by the way. I had my first massage ever. Very strange. Like I didn't know. Like everybody's gonna judge me on this. I didn't know you're supposed to get naked in a massage. You don't have, you to. Don't have to. Right. Well, I didn't. I'm like, like I'm not gonna pull some Deshaun Watson stuff here. Like if there's a towel slippage. All He's right?
1: a <gasps> football player. Got it. But it's
2: like, hey, that's weird. But there's no place you can go to like get your back scratched. So I was thinking, oh, that's good. So either it's like a back scratch location, or you have at home. It's like the cat things. Cats always run into that carpet. Like, what if you had a human back scratch cat toy? That's pretty good.
0: I would like that. But they make them. They're just handheld. But that's, now, you want to. No, no. You want it you against the You feel yeah. like too
2: much work when your hand's moving. Mm-hmm. Like I, if you ever like rub your back up against it, it feels so much better than you doing it yourself.
0: I've seen something like that, but it was like a, mas- a rollerball for a massage on the wall. So it's kind of similar, but it seems more dangerous because this would have to be like pokey. And yeah. what if you yeah. walked into it?
2: Like galvanized nails or something. Real sharp.
1: Oh, like that's an dangerous. Iron Maiden yes. that doesn't close.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's dangerous. And then add heat. Lumbar support and And anesthesia. Anesthesia. (laughs) Jess, do you have another one? Doesn't really go with the theme, but we're going to be hungry after all this relaxation from the other inventions, so you're going to order some pizza. And the damn things need a kickstand inside so that you don't have to open it. Like if you have a line of people coming through, something needs to be able to hold it open. Either it's part of the box that can fold out and do it for you, or it's just a household item everybody has in their junk drawer to hold it open.
0: Your pizza's going to get cold.
1: Jess. You can remove it, but if there's like a bunch of people coming through, the only thing worse than letting the air out is wafting it out every time you open and close it. It's why you leave refrigerator doors open when you're in the middle of sh-
0: I thought you got mad at me when I left the refrigerator
1: door open. Nope, just the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so this just keeps the box,
2: pizza box open. Props alone.
1: it open like a laptop. It's a kickstand. So, even if it's just one person, you can use two hands to get your slice. You're not using one hand to wrestle with the pizza box. Why don't we just make the Barbie tables adjustable the, or stackable or something? Give me like four of them. Okay. There are plastic people out there that would be mad at that, though.
2: I like that idea. I think it, yeah, it's, it should be in the box somehow.
1: It's just like part of the box cardboard. like yeah. folds out. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow, we got great ideas today, We have so
1: many ass. good ideas.
2: Do
0: you guys have one more? Or are you done?
2: I have one more. We can end on that if you want.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. This might be my best of the day. I'm trying to eat more food. It's hard. I'm keto. Like, you can't eat a ton of stuff. You can only have so many salads, and it's like, you can only have so many bro waffles where I make waffles with, like, eggs and stuff. So, I've been eating more cottage cheese. Okay?
0: I thought you made fun of me for eating no, cottage cheese. No, I've said this multiple
2: times. I love cottage cheese. I'm the number one fan. Of cottage cheese,
0: I talked about how I love cottage cheese at a Ruby Tuesday salad bar, and I was roasted by this
2: cottage
1: cheese at a salad bar. That's
2: different. That's That's not cottage cheese. That is a bacteria cesspool.
1: That's an. It is a curdly
2: bacteria pool. Okay, so I have a new brand of cottage cheese, and it's called You Choose. C H E W S. (laughs) No, No. But like the yogurts you get where you can dump like chocolate and stuff in, you have like maybe raisins or oh. micnu- mixed nuts, or you can have like dried pineapple or dried strawberry and you take it and you dump it right into the cottage cheese, or you cannot, you choose how you want to eat it. Gourmet cottage where
0: cheese. Where is it sold?
2: At your local grocery store.
1: the finest retailers.
0: I think it would do better like direct to consumers, so the bros can order them online. And you have to make it like a keto
1: forward But thing. it's room temperature cottage cheese? What? Did he say room temperature? No, no, no. No, no but no, it, no. if you're shipping it.
2: No, and it's got like strawberry pineapple, so not keto. There's other options out there. It's but like, like the yogurt. If you're
0: not keto, you're not doing that. If cottage you're keto, cheese you're not needs putting a pineapple.
2: Re-rank. Cottage cheese gets a bad rep because people like you, <laughs> eat it at buffets and talk about how good it is, and then somebody else goes and tries it, and they're like, this is the most disgusting thing in the world. It's lukewarm. There's a, a, it's, it's hard on top. Because it's been out in the air so long, like no, we need to rebrand cottage cheese with you choose. They're
0: stirring that cottage cheese every hour at the Ruby Tuesday, and half the fun of cottage cheese is sneaking into the fridge with a spoon when nobody's looking and just taking. Then you a little just bite. normalize
1: that. Just get the whole jug with a spoon. You choose the size that you put in your mouth. Okay, yeah,
2: I like that. All right,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I think we, I think we did it. I don't think there was any bad idea here.
1: No, let's all go to sleep.
0: Let us know what you think and we'll see you next week.